0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I sure did, man. It felt like it was an entire weekend of Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, an entire week of Thanksgiving. Um, We celebrated, man, the entire week. There was so much to celebrate in sports, personal life. And uh, so I, I sure hope you guys had somewhat of the same type of week, same type of weekend and I hope you guys got to reset, relax, recover because it's another big week coming up it's Monday, it's football fever so make sure you guys go get yourself a football fever ballot in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser, fill that thing out, give yourself a chance to win $500 cash, let's go shout out to our football fever sponsors Mercedes Benz of Honolulu Hawaiian Telecom and Long Strugs for making football fever possible, guys Go get that, compete, and let's go. And without further ado, like we always do on this show, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Huge congratulations to the University of Hawaii Rainbow Wahine volleyball team as they won their 10th Big West title last weekend. Uh, That is huge. And that gave them the automatic berth into this year's NCAA tournament, which begins this Friday. They're taking on Mississippi State. You know, th- th- this is huge, right? I know, hey, this is, this is University of Hawaii Rainbow Wahine Volleyball we're talking about, right? We're, we're destined for this. We're known to, to win championships, to be in the NCAA uh, tournament, to be, you know, top ranked in the country. That's what we're known for. And so I'm just excited that we're back in the tourney. Hey, everyone's got a chance. And it starts this week, Friday. Good luck to our girls. Do what you do. Have fun. And make every set count. Let's go. All right, big news in the college football world. University of Southern California, USC, signed, now former Oklahoma head coach, Lincoln Riley. Uh, You know, this, I guess this is a bit of a surprise to probably Oklahoma fans. I mean, Riley coached, right, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Before that, uh, you know, he's won some big-time football, right, big-time games. Oklahoma is in a big-time conference, right? But USC has been longing for and searching for that that staple coach, that long-time coach. Their last coach like that was Pete Carroll, who we all know is doing his thing in Seattle now. But, you know, every college, every football program out there is looking for those guys, right? It's looking for the legendary coaches that stay in a a program for years, right? And, you know, at 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 the end of the day, Riley... Maybe he saw himself doing that at Oklahoma, but I'm going to tell you one thing, man. Um, Everyone's got to take care of their families. And if this was a a money move, if this was a, hey, I want to get to the West Coast, whatever it is, you got to respect the man's decision. You got to respect it, right? And so, uh, but this is a huge bonus, huge benefit for USC because they're getting a guy that's young. He's kind of like the Sean McVay right, in, in L.A. with the Rams, who's youthful. Uh, he's got that energy. He can relate to the players. I think that's what most programs, well, a lot of programs are starting to turn to, right? Some of these younger guys who sort of have um, a lot of knowledge that was passed down to them, but they're going to sprinkle in a little bit of that new. They're hitting that update button, right? And so USC definitely hit the update button, and uh, I think they won in this one. So good luck to Coach Riley. In USC, enjoy the Southern California living. And into the NFL we go. And look, this dude has been on a roll. All right, Tua Pangovaloa, you guys know who it is. He helped lead the Miami Dolphins over the Carolina Panthers in an in a embarrassing way. 33-10 uh, to 10 was the final score and... You know, it's a game where the Panthers were coming off of some momentum. Cam Newton's back, Superman was doing his thing, but he struggled. Miami defense was getting after him, Cam looked uncomfortable, Tua looked very comfortable. He was in sync with particularly one guy, his former college teammate, Jalen Waddle, who is out there just balling right now, okay, the Miami Dolphins are a team. That's on the rise. They're looking for that wild card playoff spot, right, in the AFC East, who right now, the, the New England Patriots are leading, right? which is sort of mind-blowing, you know, because Mac Jones started the season off sort of kind of up and down, right? But you got Bill Belichick, and he's coaching Mac Jones up, and they're on a winning streak, I believe six in a row, and they are right now, the, the hottest team, might be one of the hottest teams in the NFL that's gearing up towards the last part of the season here. So watch out for Mac Jones and the Patriots. Green Bay, you know, Aaron Rodgers, man, just letting the flow, his hair just flow out the back, man. I love it. He did his thing. They handed the Rams their third straight loss, and the, the Green Bay Packers just look really good. They look dominant. And so um, I'm, it's interesting to see where the Green Bay Packers end up at the end of this season. And one more team, one more guy I got to highlight here, man. Lamar Jackson, he is the highlight reel. He's the human highlight reel, and he becomes one of only a few players, a few quarterbacks, to win a game. Right? To beat the Browns. To win a game after throwing four interceptions. That just goes to show, man, how talented he is. And not just him, but how talented this Baltimore Ravens football team is. Hey, Baker Mayfield, he's out there with one leg, with one arm, doing his thing. He's persevering. He's pushing through. But it just wasn't enough. Lamar Jackson's out there running around, uh, having fun, man. Kid of the playground. You gotta love it, man. You gotta love the NFL. And I'm just excited to see how the end of the season comes out, how the playoff picture starts to form. I cannot wait. And joining me today to talk about our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football team is my guy, Steven Tsai. Um, yeah, it, oh, just tough, tough, tough break for our, our Rainbow Warriors who don't get to experience the postseason, a bowl game, after finishing a season with two, I'm going to say offensively dominant performances. All right, their offense looks in sync, they look good, they're healthy, and I just wish we had one more game to showcase that. But look, nonetheless, Stephen Sai, check it out. All right, my guy, Stephen Sai. Uh, brother, first of all, how was your Thanksgiving?
1: Well, it was in uh, beautiful. Um, I'd, say, I'd like to say Laramie, but we the team was staying in Cheyenne, so I had to go over there. And to go over there, there's wind. I didn't realize it's so windy. That's what happens when you're on top of the world, but there were like <laughs> 50 mile-plus mile-hour uh, gusts, and they said that. The smaller trucks weren't allowed on the um, I eighty because it was so crazy. So, I mean, you're dealing with a lot of different elements up, um, a lot of different elements that you can't see up in Wyoming. Your altitude, the thin air, and everything, um, and and the 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 winds, and there's just a lot of things that were kind of going against Hawaii. But you know, I guess it all worked out. So for for Hawaii football team, I guess it was a happy Thanksgiving weekend.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, did you guys have uh, like a Thanksgiving dinner? Did you partake with the team? What was that? Uh, the,
1: the team had one and then uh, the media relations guys kind of invited me because I was like a lost soul there and they allowed me to come in there and <laughs> took me in, you know, and ate you, all know, the you know, those special dinners they have for people who have no place to go. That was me. So,
0: <laughs> Hey, well, look, I'm just happy that you were able to spend Thanksgiving with some people and uh, you know, have some good, you know, fellowship and so yeah. that's all that matters, man. And uh yeah, we had a great time during Thanksgiving. I ate it up, man. I ate it up. And so now we are back on track until Christmas.
1: Yes. but, anyway. but you know what the holiday season has already started, I believe, right? So yeah, you, you
0: know, hey, I, I, I I'm started to, to decorate a yes, little bit. You it know, is that a is a little I touch like here that. and there. I love Christmas, man. Uh and anyway, Steven, I also love the way our Rainbow Warriors finished their football yeah. season and and it's sad to say that it's it, the season's over because i right. feel like we've man like we just built some crazy momentum the last couple of games yeah. offensively we're healthy we're firing on cylinders i feel like i feel like we it finally came together
1: well and are and things are there the three things games that kind of got away i mean they, they didn't they had a really difficult time against oregon state and ucla those were on the road big 12 uh Pack twelve teams, stuff like that, but you know, um, they could have beaten San Jose State, they could have beaten San Diego State, and they surely should have beaten. Should have Los been, should be. Yeah, which made everyone lose their mind over that game. But you know, but I think they got it going. And 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 the thing about um, the end of the season is you always want to end your season on a on a victory. So I, I know I know they would prefer to go a bowl game, extend the season, play some more access in but it's how you end the season that really matters because that leads to the off season. You lose your last game, whether it's the last regular season game or you lose a bowl game, people are angry and they're questioning things and it hurts the vibe for the whole off season. You end on a great note, like beating Wyoming for the first time in 30 years of yep. that, that yep. really, that really uh, kind of helps the program. and helps. Just we helps got the players.
0: Paniolo trophy. Back that is key. On the islands, man. Yes. Let's go.
1: It is important. I mean, yeah. We're we're we are we're like I guess the two most cowboyish pineolo teams in, in the league so I think that was kind of key.
0: Yeah, big, but um yeah man it's just it's tough because I know you know even for the the Hawaii Bowl, right? Yeah. The Hawaii Bowl always does better mm-hmm. when we're when we're in it. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, do we want to I mean it, 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 is national champs uh, a goal? Always, so you got to shoot for the stars, Stephen. You got to be okay. The top, we want to be the best in the country. That's always got to be the 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 the, the mindset. Uh, but it's always great, man, playing in front of the fans. You know, uh, the Hawaii Bowl has done a great job. You know, I've had, throughout my career, I've gotten to play in it a few times, and I just love the week. Bowl week is all you can't you cannot top, bowl week. And so I don't want to I don't want to, you know, say too much about that experience because I don't want, well, you know, the one, boys the to be like, that oh.
1: forget, well, the one thing young people forget is that um, the reason there is a Hawaii Bowl is because of you and Nick Rolovich and Ashley Lee and all those guys and Craig Stutzman who couldn't finish the game for obvious reasons because, you know, he punched the ball after touchdowns. But that, that um, there was no ball for you guys. You guys beat an undefeated BYU team, killed them on national TV. Some returner had like two returns for touchdowns. Um, it was just an amazing game. And there was no place for a nine-victory UH team to go. And they said, you know what? That's wrong. Let's create something. ESPN got involved. Back then, the Western Athletic Conference, Hawaii, they all got together. They created this bowl. It's been a great bowl. It's been a great bowl for Hawaii. It's great recruiting. And it's great for fans to, to have some, a game and just another game. And, you know, that's, that's the thing about the Hawaii Bowl. It's, it's, it's a great experience for the players, not just the game, but the things that are leading up to the game. And, and the fact that, you know, it's, it's a pretty fun game. And then, anyway, it's a shame that Hawaii didn't get in. I know they were said people would have said they, got, they backed in if they got in at six and seven. But, hey, who cares how you got into the Bruno Mars concert, it right? It doesn't. As long as you're there, right?
0: <laughs> it does not matter. If you're there, you are there. And you know what, Steve, I want to say one more thing in regards to the Hawaii Bowl. It's also an amazing opportunity for the other schools, the other team yeah. that comes, right? Because they get to come here. They get to spend a week here. And, yeah, the focus is on the game. Don't get me wrong. The focus is on the game, but you earned that that bowl week. You've earned that opportunity to enjoy some of the festivities, some of the things that go on. And we do a great job of, you know, tying in our culture. The teams need to learn more about that. You know, they do the Arizona Memorial, the Pearl Harbor. Like It's it's a great experience of a week, and it's, it's, it's for everyone, right? And I'm glad right. that yeah, we people, were one of the teams to catapult that.
1: Right. And you're right. It's great for the businesses. It's great for tourism. It's great advertising. You're in that national TV. And they're gonna have three and a half hours. And they're not gonna just show UH, which is great for recruiting for UH, but it's gonna show Waikiki, all the beaches, everything. It's gonna be a great thing. And businesses are, have been hurting. They're starting to open it up now. They're fully opening up, I guess. What yeah, 100 percent Right. And I'm December first. This, this is the time, you know. Let's get back to business. Let's get back to work. Let's get back to Hawaii being Hawaii. And you know, hey bringing the money to us, bring it in. Cause we all need, let's best. go. <laughs> it's, it's Christmas time. We, we'd like to see some more money coming in.
0: That's it. That's it. Okay. Well, um, Steve, you know, now that, okay, the season is done. What's our, what's our focus? Like what's our focus going into the off season in preparation for 2022, setting us up for a more successful 2022 t- a season where, Hey, we will, be in a bowl game. We will, you know, whether it's hey, we will win the 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 the, the championship. You know what I mean, we will be Mount West champs.
1: Well, I think a couple of things. For first, it's um, retention, and um, I mean, I, I know the grass is always greener other places. People want at this time of year, but you look at there, there are like thousands of players that end up in in the portal a lot of times because they think that maybe they're not playing up, maybe they don't feel like this is the right fit for them. I think recruiting back the players you have on your team, that's always key. And even in the best circumstances, the best years, you know, that's the main thing is retaining your players. And that was, um, I, I believe, after uh, Rolovich's second year as a head coach, they lost a lot of players. That happened during Chow's years. We go back to June Jones, they lost some players. The Charles Starp, a great running back, never even played for June because he decided to bolt before that. So, I mean – keep the players you got and then you got to recruit more and more and you just got to keep recruiting more and more and and you got to also work it to get the the walk-ons because the walk-ons are that's that's kind of the heart of the program i mean it, yes you, you get the scholarship guys they feel what they perceive to be needs but it's the walk-ons who have the spurt the guys are paying their own way the guys who enjoy just the pleasure of going to school and, and playing for their home state those are the guys you have to really kind of work to get because i think that's going to be great thing the next step to building a great program it's not just who you have but people you can add to the program
0: i mean i want to add to that Stephen. like you know how important and how big of a focus should we be focusing on recruiting our local our local talent we've got a lot of talented local players that that are looking to go away more than stay home i mean I think it's important that we secure or try to secure some of our top athletes, some of our top guys. And I'm just going to put this out there right now. If you're a top high school athlete here, I'm a football player here, excuse me, and, and, and you're, you're, you have opportunities, you're, gonna, you're getting scholarship offers um, with the new rules in place that you can make money, leverage your brand. I don't think it's a bad idea to, to stay home now because you've already established yourself. You've already established a name here at home and you can go and represent your home state. You can become a household name. You can get yourself endorsement deals outside of football. You can start to set up your post football career already. And to me now more than at any other time, Stephen, is the best time for, for local football players to take advantage of that. And so I think it's a both sides. I think University of Hawaii. We need to recruit harder here locally, and the local athletes need to take a serious look at staying home for the reasons I, I, I explained.
1: Right, and you know, um, and it goes back to I think June Jones has said a lot of times: where do you want to be after this is all over? Because football can't live for, go on forever. Where do you want to be if you if you want to be in Hawaii? You do get the advantage; you get the head start if you play here, if you're a household name, if you make connections. Um, it's a system. It's and we always talk about you go on a trip, it's a business trip. Well, you know what? This is a business, and you use it to your advantage. If you're a student athlete good enough, get that scholarship. If you get that scholarship, take all the classes that you want to take. Take as many as you want. Because if it's free, and trust me, college can be expensive. Even what oh, yeah. take advantage of all don't waste your time on things, take advantage of things that will make you better. And while you're here, make connections. I mean, there's some guys you know who just came here. For instance, a guy named uh, like, RJ Hollis, a guy who came over from Arizona and everything, played, has worked his way in, such a personality, worked with people. He's now making a living, you know, being in, in sports and everything. And, and uh, you know, and, and I mean, not playing sports, but, you know, just being around sports and everything. Yep. There's so many opportunities for people, especially if, you know, this is where you want to be. Now, if you want to go away, go experience, that's on you. Whatever you want, do what's best for you. But the main thing is get your education paid for if you can it can be expensive graduate don't waste your time being here if you're not going to graduate that's the goal A paper i agree be all the time and then just find something that's going to be long range because you don't have to have just one plan in life you can have many plans you can have a preferred plan like professional football but have backup plans and after that have more backup plans and more backup plans because hey young people you never know. know you never know and i love the young people because i think young people have so much potential and greatness and they just you know they, they they're just smarter than us old people and <laughs> I'm an old person. Not, when you say us. Than you, all kids are just smarter. They're just smarter. I don't know how they, the generation's smartness. I don't know whether the water is different now or, but they're just smarter and they're great opportunities. They're exposed to more. They're, they're exposed to more earlier. And I want them to do so well so they can pay for my social security. Keep funding it. Keep funding it.
0: <laughs> oh man, I love it, Steven. Look, uh, that's it, man. That's all the time we got. But look, hey, this just, this isn't just a sports show. Look, We're motivators. Steven, yeah. you and I, we're inspiring the, the future youth, the future athletes, the future uh, leaders of Hawaii right now. So if you guys are watching, thank you so much. I hope you got inspired and motivated by, by hey, what we shared.
1: You're not a Kardashian, but you're an influencer, and that's the main thing, right? Ah, you, right?
0: Yeah. I don't want to be a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. All right, take appreciate care. it,
1: brother. Right, we'll talk right. soon. Appreciate you. Aloha.
0: And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in on this Monday. And like I always remind you guys, it's the start of the week. You got to come out the gate fast. Right? You got to have your feet dug into those blocks, right? We got to be hitting it hard. Okay, build that momentum. Uh, guys, have a blessed day. I'll see you guys come on Wednesday. Alo.